Happy Friday, everyone. It's about that time. So pour your drink of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy some good times on the imperfect happy hour with Daisha and Dom. Hey, everybody. We are back. This is season two. We are so happy you guys decided to join us again for another season. We took a pandemic summer off, and now we're back. Hi, Daisha. Hello. How you doing? I am doing all right, you know. It's, uh, it's been a pretty interesting day, and the, the the moon looks really, like, orange right now. It's kind of cool. But I know. It's it such a like, it has. It's like, because it was like, when I woke up, it was cold and foggy mm-hmm. or smoky. And then it got like that weird haze again. Um, but yep. I do know that California is experiencing, it's getting worse. And I know that today they said that they are on evacuation warning. So anybody out there, if you know anybody in California, uh, the most affected area right now is wine country. Um, so that's yep. Sonoma. So yep. if you know anybody who lives out there, works out there, check on them, make sure they're good, um, because they're definitely getting a lot of it right now. And It's so you know. crazy. I just got an email from one of the castles that I um, went to in Napa last year or the year before. Um, you know, I had COVID. I don't even know what day it is. Um, and I, the, like the well, my sister confirmed that the castle didn't actually burn down, but it was like hit home type of situation where apparently one of their like warehouses caught on fire. The castle's fine, but like it takes an hour from Napa just to get to the castle. Oh God! So I what? And like some of their wine got ruined, and she sent me another one. But I was just distraught. Like my heart just kind of like. You know, when somebody kind of hits you with really bad news, your heart just kind of turns and your stomach just knots up. And it just was like I was just there. And for that place to be even close or remotely part of this whole, like, nothing has nothing has hit home enough for these fires to affect me. So, and this was probably it. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. No, for real. Like, the company I work, my, my wine company I work for, um, all of our vineyards are in Snohoma. So um, we've been getting updates almost every day. And, yeah, today they were like, it's it's starting to get bad. we got to evacuate. So um, I'm just hoping that everybody is okay. I, I'm not really worried about the crop. I mean, it'll be unfortunate, um, you know, for business. But I just want to make sure that every, I, my concern is everybody is safe and okay and right they're not risking themselves to save anything and all the all that can be redone and recultivated and and we can bring that back to life but we can't bring people back so yeah. just everybody please be safe if you're out there don't try to be a hero if you don't if you're not qualified you know just Right. Make sure you and your family are safe, your friends and families are safe. And like I said, if you're not there, you know people there, please, please check up on them. Um, so that was the first public service announcement of the day, probably. <laughs> but uh, how's, your, how's your week been? How you been? How is, how's everything been going? We're back in like a, I feel like school started 
And even though we're not in school, it's like back to school for everybody. Well, I mean, it does affect me, but it does. Because, you know, I hear the stories and I hear like kind of, you know, a little bit that I wanted to talk about just on the show, you know, today is really like about healthcare, health and like how you can kind of tap into that and, you know, make a difference. Because I think people realize like we get super caught up and like the day just goes by and like, you know, life is just kind of like happening. And one of the things that like I've had to focus on is like really like dialing in my schedule. So I'm like, really fine-tuned to a schedule each week, like, by the hour. And it sounds like, oh, easy, and you're being manipulative to, to your, yourself and, like, you're, you know, but, like, I'm not a person who can sit at a television. I don't do, like, mindless scrolling. You know, I can't really – I'm not really that type of a person. I have, like, projects yeah. that are going on, so I'm painting, you know. I I have, like, I what I do is I pick, like, um, well, once I get down to nothing, which I'm at – I uh, recreate meals, like let, like last week I did risotto, which I've done before, but have you made risotto from scratch? Not buying mm. it from the like from scratch. And that's what I did. I made paella like two or three weeks ago. I made um, uh, egg rolls. Um, so, like, I always have something that I'm doing to kind of, like, sharpen my, you know, my skills for my man to be, you know. Uh, right. Gotta you, eat. He's got to eat. Gotta He's got to eat, so whoever that is out there, you just slide in the Look, and I got to <laughs> eat, too, so if you have any, like, hey, come taste this. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what other self-help things do you do? Like, let's talk about that. I think that's a good thing. You know, we've been, what, six months into this now, and, you know, let's, let's recheck in. What other self-help things have you, like, found that are new or you've been trying more often or just like things that you've seen or heard that you're like oh that might be useful for other people yeah no I definitely think like we can't really talk about the schedule you know enough but having a schedule and and putting it out whether it's weekly daily or monthly um, I'm also doing like self-care day um, which somebody like kind of just was, I was talking to them the other day and they were like self-help care they were like self-care day do you mean like sick of work day and I was like sure and I was like that's a good one she goes yeah, yeah I just taking a sick of work day and I'll see you next I'll see you in 24 hours and I'm like that is smart that is ethically smart because like at the end of the day like that person may not be sick but you are given those times at work and how else do you need to be using it I live a healthy life like I don't get sick very often and if I do I nip that in the butt real quick um so being mindful of like um, you know, taking it in, into your body, whether that is getting a manicure, getting your nails done, getting your hair done, you know, pulling yourself away from the life that you live every single day, whether that's work and kids and whatever, and having a day. The biggest thing that we talk about in this COVID is like, we didn't have time before. Um, we didn't have time before to do this. And we didn't have time before to do that. And if you really think about it, we have all the time in the world. So what are we actually doing right now? Like, what are we what are we isn't a, like what are we actually doing right now in COVID to make a difference in a couple months or whatever? We blame COVID on everything. We're like, oh, because of COVID, I can't do this. It's like you should be getting in shape. You should be eating better. You shouldn't be eating out all the time. You shouldn't be ordering in. Maybe you do like a Freshly or a HelloFresh or whatever those things are, and you and your husband like have a moment together and you build and get strong and you know, have a better relationship. Maybe you journal. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, honestly, like taking 30 minutes out of your day and reading and journaling, how important is that to write down your feelings and like get it all out? Sometimes we can't lean towards our significant others or lean towards our friends. Like sometimes we just, and maybe we don't feel comfortable yet, you know, seeing a therapist. Um, you know, those are all great things that you can add into your schedule. And some people just don't know how to start. And I think conversations really are important during this time. Um, you know, the social aspect um, for our children, let alone ourselves, is not really there. So when was the last time you got a hug from your friend who you know you can safely get a hug from? When was the last time you sat down and had a healthy conversation with her, whether it was Zoom and just talked about life? Like, don't pretend like it's COVID and you don't have time. If you continue to keep having that stigma in your brain, I guarantee it's going to be like distilled in there for a very long time. And six months, you learn that you created a habit. You created that habit of doing everything but what you should be doing, which is taking care of yourself and your body and your family. Right. I do agree with that. Like, on that note, like, you know, a habit takes 21 days to make. So you break that down into six months, you've had eight times to make or break a habit. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, we're not, I'm not saying, like, I'm not bashing those who aren't doing anything or aren't feeling productive, but you should really look into why you are feeling that way and get into mm-hmm. what it is that you need to do. To I feel like, you know, everybody's just kind of stuck in this rut and a lot of mm-hmm. people do get themselves out of it. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to be active. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to think of creative ways to work out since I can't go to the gym or I don't mm-hmm. really want to go to the track or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's like, there's, we just got to adjust the way we do things like still live our lives but we just got to adjust a little bit and you know like like you said journaling is a great thing for me and like for me sometimes my freelance journaling doesn't really like help I mean it's great for a mind dump but Mm -hmm. I um got this book recently called 52 lists of happy and she has yes she has two other ones like 52 lists of calm and togetherness but I'm on the happy one and I like it because it's focused journaling and so every day there's a different list for you. And so it's broken down into four different categories. It's like reflection, acknowledgement, investing, and transformation. So I am on the reflection part still because I fell off. <laughs> and um, one of the ones that I liked was what do you do? What did you used to do that you don't do anymore? And so – I wrote down all these things, like like reading, like writing, um, things that I used to love to do that got me, that was my me time, my self-care time, my get out of my head and just get out of reality time. And I realized that I, after writing the list, I, didn't, I don't do those many things, as many things as I used to do. I mean, granted, I can't go play soccer because that's, you know, canceled indefinitely until they figure out what's going to go on, but like reading and writing, I'm like, I need to find a way to put that into my schedule so that I feel a little more um, not so stuck and grounded. And then I think in turn, that will make me want to be, do more and be more productive and be more on it and things like that. It's really easy during this time to really fall off because it's like, ah, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going anywhere. So what's the point? And it's like, the point is it's for you. You are your biggest investment you will ever make in life. So yeah. I think that it's very important that you do things that keep you mentally and emotionally, like, sane, like, in fit. Like, you you, mm-hmm. you bust yourself at the gym to make sure that you're physically healthy. Like, that's 
goes with your mental and your emotions, and that is a different kind of workout. Um, what I've learned, what I've found is uh, I have benefited from a therapist. I go to a therapist for things that have happened in my life, traumas that happened in my life. We'll talk about that at some other time. But um, during this pandemic, it's really, really been helpful because it's harder for me to, and not that I'm, I don't confide in my husband or my loved ones, but it's different when it's a therapist because that person isn't, they know, they study how to help you and you know they give you tools that work like my therapist gave me um what's called a presence walk so if I'm feeling anxiety or overwhelmed or I'm just in a bad headspace it's like just stop what you're doing and look around you yeah go for a walk and just focus on the sky or focus on the birds chirping or listen to the wind blowing or feel the you know the wind on your skin and just not worry about anything else and just be quiet and listen. And so I started doing that with the kids and they love it because they go do that and do it for like, maybe like for them, I I don't make them do it the whole time, but maybe for like the first 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes. And then when we come back, they like drawing what they saw and what they heard and things like that. So I think it helps because it, it brings you, it's a way that I come down from the anxiety without having to go to my therapist all the time. And I actually have gotten therapy through um, an app called BetterHelp. I actually heard about it on another podcast. And what I love about them is they're everywhere now. Like all the podcasts are like endorsing BetterHelp. It's crazy. I mean, BetterHelp, if you're listening, we can, we, we give us a code. We got you. But um, I love it because they are making it, where healthcare can be affordable. I mean, not healthcare. Well, it is healthcare, but mental health can be affordable yeah. for everybody. So they, it's a, it's about sixty five dollars, maybe. I'm seeing sixty five. It went down a little bit because of the pandemic, which is great. But even if you can't mm-hmm. afford that a month, they will give you scholarships where you can afford, you know, where it's affordable for you and what works in your budget. And you know, if you can't. You can't do it monthly. They have weekly payment options for you and things like that. And I love it because it's literally a one-stop shop for your therapy. You can schedule your sessions there. You can have your sessions through the app, either through phone calls or or voice or a FaceTime call. Um, You can always text your therapist. There's a platform in there where you can always text them. And then there's also a a part in there where you can journal your own, and you don't have to share it with anybody, not even your therapist. They don't have access to it unless you give them access to it. So I think that, you know, like you said, not everybody's ready, but I think that everybody could benefit from therapy because, like, my grandma used to tell me, everybody got a little crazy in them. And so it's just nice and helpful. It's just an extra support system for you. And, you know, for the price of one session a month, you get unlimited access to the therapist. So I can't tell you how much I strive to look for natural handmade products to use for me and my family. I love the bath bar products because of this reason. The bath bar is an all natural, all handmade bath and body products company where every product is handmade with love. With products from bath bombs, loofah soaps, bath salts, kid bath sets, hand sanitizers, and soap. There's something for everyone. I especially love the pink lemonade soap bar and body butter set. The citrus in the morning really wakes up my body. 
There are so many great products to indulge yourself and have some you time because we all need that during this quarantine time. So go shop bathbarshop.com and take 10% off your first order using code I deserve it. That's code I deserve it, all one word. With that kind of deal, I might get some quarantine survival products for my sister circle. So do something worth remembering because you deserve it. Go shop the bath bar today. I definitely think that, you know, investing in your mental health is very, very important during this time because, you know, that's what keeps you going every day. You know, it's hard when you're down and it's hard when you're feeling depressed because you're tired of seeing the same four walls every day, you know, so you can only go on so many walks sometimes. So, you know, definitely. Right. (laughs) Unless you like to go rain, you know, walk in the rain or with a mask on and or work out with a mask on. But like, even too, like you said, you can't always confide in your significant other or your friends because they're going through it too. And they're going through different things as well. So sometimes they're not, they might not be the most helpful advice or the most, you know, the best encourager. Everybody has their own like outlet, you know, like specifically yours might be completely different in what you need than what they need, especially when it goes down to like that love language stuff, right? So like he might be this and she might be that. Like that's where it becomes important for somebody else to be involved who is like, like I think you had even mentioned, they're, they're certified. Like these are certified doctors, you know, therapists. Mm-hmm. They are all certified therapists, professionals. They have in person. They've had their. A lot of them have their own practices, and they just decide they join the Better Help platform because they wanted to reach more people. And I mean, virtually you can reach anybody now. So you know, there's no, there's no. Oh, I gotta go into the building. I gotta drive in here. I gotta sit on this. You don't right. have to. You could be in the comforts of your own home. You could be in the car. Wherever you feel comfortable, and your favorite, you know, I like to say wherever you feel the most naked emotionally is where you should be because when you have your therapy session, because then you're able to open up more. And it's sometimes easier talking to a stranger who's a professional. So I definitely think that um, the self-help mentally right now is, is very, very important. You know, even if that's bubble baths all, you know, every night because the kids drove you crazy. Like me, I like to take wine time out sometimes, you know. I'm going to pour this glass and sit over here and just be to myself. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great stuff. Yeah, like that's all huge. Um, One of the things I think we didn't really touch base on, and we can kind of either take a break or go on to the next one, but is like screen time. How many times do you mindlessly just scroll? Well, the therapist, yes. or well, one of the podcasts that I was talking about, she actually talked about how this is called fonding. It's like one of the like five S or something, where it's like fight, flight, something else. And she called this fonding, which basically a person may have anxiety, as you had just said. What helps you with that anxiety is that you can have different like resources or tools that these therapists would provide you. And for her, what she noticed is her and the other gal, they actually, the two hosts, decided they were going to detach themselves from social media. That means no, no Facebook, no Instagram, completely just cold turkey. And they said what they noticed that they would do and what they kind of realized after they took it away was they were doing mindless scrolling. And what that is, is that actually is a mechanism for you to kind of just like sink into somebody else's life that's doing something different than you and you're able to like see 
there's two different ways you can do it. You can kind of watch it going on and you can kind of be like negative about it and be like, who wants that big house or who needs like those fancy shoes and bags? Or the other person would be like, God, I really wish that my life was like that. I have a horrible life. And then what they're doing is they're drowning in their sorrows per se. And that right mm-hmm. there is not healthy. And when you're doing mind no. scrolling, you have now passed minutes to minutes, hours to hours to days, and you've been doing it. So I actually have a timer on all my devices. Alexa says meditation for 30 minutes, and she'll meditate for 30 minutes at 4 o'clock every day. And what she does is she puts on meditation music. You can actually set these things up. You just tell her she does it. Um, and then I also have on my phone, like Instagram and a couple other apps, Um, I have 30 minutes of reading. It's a reminder every day to make sure that I read. And then I have also um, 30, uh, I only do allow allow an hour on platform. So, and then as soon as I get off of work, um, two days a week, it used to be one, it used to be every day that I used to do this, but because I'm at home, um, I like to be able to kind of have that balance. But two days a week I do after work, absolutely no screen time, absolutely none. And that's until I go to bed. You do not do any screen time. And it has worked. It works like, oh, my gosh, how is that a thing? How can you do that when you have kids? I'm like, first of all, you and your husband and your kids are in the house. You're oh, please, if you have kids, you're too busy for screen time all night. <laughs> yeah, like, I think you could do this. I really, really think you can. Um, I think like, it's really important. You know, okay, well, if you went to the store in that 30 minutes, okay, maybe you need your phone. But I'm not saying that you need to be scrolling on it. What I'm saying is you just have to detach yourself from looking at it. Like, like just don't look at it for during that time. And yeah. I just realized I'm eight hours, you know, at a computer all day. And then I go to a phone or I, I watch a show or, and I'm talking television too. Like the screen is a screen. Anything mm-hmm. that's got something on there that I'm kind of taking myself, my, myself away. And that's why people will do binging because binging's easy instead of adulting. That's why we came up with adulting. Because like, oh, that's adult stuff. It's like, no, you guys, you have to pay your bills. You have to be responsible. You have to be able to like, but when people like see money and they get involved, it's an anxiety that they have. Adulting becomes Mm -hmm. an anxiety um, for a lot of people. And so how do you detach yourself from having anxiety? Um, You go and you scroll or you go and watch TV or you do other things. But really what you could be doing is like self-care things. Maybe you take a bath. Maybe you drink some wine in solitary outside and, you know, in your backyard, just you. Um, You know, there's other ways to kind of pick that up. And I think that 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 screen time has really, really helped me. But also putting those limits on there. Sometimes you don't know how long you've been doing something. Yes. And for all those who who claim they don't know, um, I'm not sure about Androids, but I know Apple phones will tell you how much screen time you do or you have yep. per day, per week. So, like, my phone tells me I'm about four hours a day, and I've gone down. And for somebody like me, who I – my business is social – I run my business right. through social media. So, you know, for me, that's surprising because I feel like I'm on it all the time. So I love it. But you can also make have, put settings on your phone where your phone will shut down at a certain time. I've also gotten to the habit of turning off my phones, especially at night. Um, yes. I think it's important too, just to, just for the health of your phone, just turn them off and just let, let they need rest just as like, just as much as we do, you know, 
when you turn off your phone at night and let it like just rest and recalibrate, your phone will work better. You won't have connectivity problems, things like that. But also with the mindless scrolling, like that's a part of people's depression because everything that we've been seeing on social media for I don't know how long now, like I don't think I've never not seen anything negative. Like we're always seeing somebody getting killed by the police. Right. Donald Trump saying something crazy. Or now it's the fires or the pandemic and we're getting scared. Oh, my God, now there's 2 million people. Like, so you see all this negativity, right. all this. And right. as a society, we're so desensitized that we feed on the negativity like it's like, like chips away we love that soul. drama. We love the mm. drama and we right. love the negativity. Like and that's all you drama, see. Right? Yeah, and then the people love arguing and it's a lot. So it's like, yes, you definitely need to make a point to just, I'm done with social media for the night until I wake up or until I, whatever. I think it's important because if you just, all you see is negativity every day on that social media, guess what you will be? You will be a negative person. You will have a negative mindset. You'll feel angry and you don't know why. And that is why. So yeah, definitely. It's all a part of your mental health right now. Like we really mentally have to be strong because that's, that's where we're at, you know, we're, that's the, the, the part of the plant, like the part of the game and part of this pandemic that we're at now. Now it's a mental game because we've already gotten used to, this is our normal. Now we have to adjust it in our minds. But Deisha, I need to go get a drink. And I know oh, you right. probably do too. Too. I'm thirsty. So let's take a quick break and go get some, some, something to drink. Some beverages. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all go grab your drinks, too, if you haven't already. We'll be right back. All right, y'all. We are back. Deisha, what are you drinking on this fine weekend? On this fine happy hour. Hello, computer. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> computer the computer wanted to chime in on their drink choices, too. Trying to chime in. So I got this new drink. It's called like Shilling Hard Cider. It's a pretty common like company, but it's like spiced chai. Oh my god, you guys. Yep, you hear that? For the weather. Seasonal drink. It's about a six point five. It's so delicious. Honestly, this company does no nothing bad. I've had were everything there and this one I was like well I don't know spice chai like some chais are kind of nasty but then I had this one and I was like oh okay I okay I got you you cute you tasty mm, right. <laughs> what are you drinking um so I had a wine tasting this weekend and the host um found a recipe and it's a red wine spritzer so it's um I'm giving you guys from one, serving one, but she made a big thing of it. But it's juice from half a lime, a teaspoon of honey, um, some One Hope Vintner Malo, um, tonic water, and then you mix all that together and you garnish it with blackberries and some lime slices. So Mm. she had that, and she also had a a harvest mimosa bar. So instead of, like, the traditional, like, orange juice, pineapple juice, uh, some people use cranberry juice, which actually I learned that's called a hibiscus and not a mimosa. Um, uh, 
you would get apple, pear, peach juice, seasonal um, juices. And she also got that the the most amazing apple cider from Safeway that comes in that big gallon. She got mm. some of that. And then yeah. we had the uh, One Hope North Coast Sparkling Brute as our as our bubbly to go with the mimosas. And we also had cognac because some people would like to, some of them put a little dab in there, like a little dash of it in there. It was kind of like a spiked cider. Um, and it was really cute because then we took, you know, you can, we rimmed the cups and we used caramel, honey, and like cinnamon sugar and brown sugar and just made it very look like fall and very just fall and festive. And we had cute little jars. And so I'm basically finishing off all of that from this week, from this last weekend. So she made quite a bit and she gave me all the rest. And so I'm double fisting today. So those are my two. Girl, yeah. I'm more than happy to put the recipes up so y'all can try them and um, fun things like that. But I hope that I, I love doing the Harvest Mimosa Bar with the Spritzer. So I'm hoping that more people will want to do that because it's a fun little thing to do. Especially on a, she did on a Sunday. We all watched the football game and it was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I like that's that. what I'm double fisting today. Well, it's funny you say that. I'm going to actually end up making a sangria this weekend. So, um, but like I used a lot of like the, you know, I used seasonal fruit. So peach or peaches. I used um, pears and apples and, you know, stuff that you normally would get during the fall. Um, but I like that idea a lot. That, that, that mimosa bar. Hmm. I have to incorporate mm-hmm. that. I hope there's like, yes. parties coming up soon that I can host. <laughs> You're right. Are we just can let's just make a party ourselves. Like, I like that idea. Maybe we could do like a party and then like get our girlfriends together and do a live podcast. Ooh, they would enjoy that. That would be much. fun. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. All let's right. Definitely talk about that. Yes, let's do it. So we are officially. It's October first. We are mm-hmm. officially in fall. Mhm. Um, what are some of your fall favorites? Oh, oh my gosh. So like I, I this is my second year living in my condo and the trees changing in this neighborhood is insane. Like it's mm-hmm. so weird how they go green to like orange yellow and bursts of brownish oh man, man oh man. I love mums. Right. I love pumpkins. I've had pumpkins in my house for I think three weeks. I think I started like end of August. <laughs> this lady posted was like I'm so happy that October 1st is here and I'm like why and she's like well I mean I didn't say that to her but I read the rest of it and she was like because I can finally don't feel bad that I have pumpkins up I'm like first of all one COVID two always a reason COVID three you can put whatever you want in your damn house up because October 31st my Christmas stuff is going up don't play oh honey Costco already got Christmas trees Okay. Well, and that's the thing is, is like it's everything. They got costumes and Christmas trees. Yeah. Well, I got Christmas Christmas tree in my backyard. I just got to bring it in the front, and I got to put her up. (laughs) We can do that any day, all day. Yeah. So sorry about that. A little. My I went out a little bit. You guys, we're recording from our phones, so just bear with us. (laughs) <laughs> all the um, today, y'all. <laughs> right. We keep it raw and real up in here, okay? Yeah, we do. No buffers. 
So, yeah, um, that sounds amazing. Yes, I love all the fall stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like, I do love watching the leaves change. Like, me, I'm an amateur photographer, so in nature is my canvas. But I love walking around, and I just see, like, leaves that are orange and, like, green, and, like, they're changing colors. And yeah. um, I just love fall colors. I, like the maroon and the burgundies and the deep oranges and Ooh. I love that. I love the chunky sweaters. Like, mm. I, I, and I saw I need a white ones. chunky sweater. Man, they so remind me. Yes. Sure Amazon's got one. Oh, I go thrifting for mine. Like, uh, well, I love it's that. So all my thrift stores shut down. Got an email oh, yesterday about one shutting no. down. Other one shut down three months ago. I am devastated, you guys. And like, I try to not make it like quote unquote COVID a thing, but like, why are you closing down? This is like the peak of me needing you. I think I don't know. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. I need a white chunky sweater, so I'm gonna go on Amazon right. because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> And sweaters are like $89, and you're like, for what? Right. Right. I go to a store and get like six of them for $89. So, right? Yeah. I love that, though. I love chunky sweaters. I think fall, I think fall is like family because it's like the beginning of, oh, holiday season, and that's more of a reason for you to come together with your family. And then you got football during the fall. Like, you can't have without football and that's another reason to bring people together and during now during the pandemic having those intimate gatherings is like the thing now and so I think that it's a great time it's gonna be I think it'll be a great holiday season because people will be more connected and intimate and close um I love anything haunted haunted we go to this we go to this like farm that's like it has a haunted maze and a pumpkin patch and they have this little like stand and they sell spiked cider and it's the best spiked cider warm I've ever had and so I'm like in love with this place I'm 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 hoping it's open I haven't gotten anything saying it's not I've been checking the website and it's not saying it's closed so I am so looking forward to that. I'm hoping the Spike Cider stand will be open because that's the whole reason why I go um, in the Haunted Maze. And um, I just love, you know, I think fall is like snuggle time. Like I love to just, you know, be cozy at home with the, pe- with the people I love and, you know, sipping on some wine or a hot toddy or eating chili and just hanging out. Yeah, I think that like having my best friend, like, you know, just being in my home and like, and just, I think that like having one person over, that's something that I also need to start like being more in tune with is like, you know, connecting with my neighbors around my neighborhood over the summer is going to allow me to have like impromptu, like sangria fall night, impromptu, like hottie totties. Like I love a hottie totty. Oh my God, man, if I could say all the cuss words right now, but I just love <laughs> hottie totties. Like, you make that like roux, which I don't know if that's the word for it, but it's like cinnamon and mold spices, and then you just kind of get it going in a crock pot, and then you add, well, we have um, apple cider back home that usually my, my mom will give me or send me, and um, I just add that in there, and I just let it literally brew for like a whole day. So, 
And I've been making these like pumpkin cookies. Don't worry, guys. I'll definitely give you guys a recipe. It's super tasty, oh, like fluffy. Geez. They have a cinnamon cream cheese and oh, so good. Like I just like mouth is watering thinking about all these great things. But most importantly, like stews and soups, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, like, well, I thought fall started in September, but I mean, that's when I started decorating and cooking. But I ended up making this like squash stew that I make that's kind of spicy with a little coconut milk and you put it over rice. Oh, so good. Um, shout out comfort to food season. That it's, mm. it's definitely yeah. comfort food season for sure. Yeah. Mm. Love it all. What other fall snacks do you like? You know what I've you noticed? You know what I was going to say? You know, people need to, like, send in their recipes. I need to cook their Ooh, family recipes. Yes. Like, yes. We have like, a recipe sharing. Ooh, we should do, like, a recipe, like, cook-off. Like, every people, somebody send us their recipes, and we, like, cook it. make cook them it. And, <laughs> and see what it tastes like. I like that <laughs> idea. I mean, I'm down for a, a good recipe. So send us an email. Um, definitely um, on, on the page, you can go to the email um, and click it and then contact us through the messaging on Instagram. Um, yes, we'd love to try your recipes. Yes, love this idea. Yes, yeah. Um, let's see. I want to talk about this pumpkin spice snack dilemma that I've been seeing lately, but I'm oh, going to go and refill my red wine spritzer real quick. So yeah, let's yeah, take yeah, a little like quick idea. break. Um, I'm thirsty tonight, guys. All right. We'll be right back. See you in a minute. 